It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. You are listening to the Cricket Corner Podcast with me, Vatsal Vora. Oh my word, what was that? My God, that was completely ruthless from the Indian side. And they have once again demolished Sri Lanka in a span of just a couple of months. Welcome back to the Cricket Corner Podcast with me. Once again, a happy, happy, smiling, full of adrenaline, Vatsal Vora where India have just destroyed Sri Lanka by a whopping 302 runs at the Vankhede Stadium in Mumbai. A repeat of the 2011 World Cup final. Well, the game wasn't even close this time around. It was closed back in 2011, but India won. Today, it was a complete battering and a battering with a capital B there. My God, the Indian fast bowling attack, the likes of Bumrah, Siraj, Shami are out of this world. When I was growing up, I have seen so many good bowling trios. I've seen the likes of Brett Lee, Glenn McGrath, Jason Gillespie for Australia, the likes of uh, who were the South Africans, Sean Pollock, Makai Antini, Andre Nell. And in recent history, we have we have had Cummins, Stark and Hazelwood for Australia as well. But Mohamed Sami, Mohamed Siraj and Jaspreet Bumrah just out of this world. And I've taken India to yet another victory here today. We saw their bowling prowess against England just a couple of days back where they dismissed the defending champions for 129 runs. Today, they have dismissed Sri Lanka for just 55 of 19.4 overs. Credit to Sri Lanka, they, they scored five more runs than they did in the Asia Cup final back in August, early September, where they were 50 not out. This was so, so similar to that Asia Cup final victory that India, have, India had all the way back in September. But once again, credit to the Indian bowlers as well. We'll talk about the Indian batting, which saw them post a mammoth 357 from their quota of 20 uh, from their quota of 50 overs not 20 overs but um, i think it is only right that we ta- start this podcast by talking about the second innings and the masterful indian bowling jaspreet bumrah picking up a wicket on the very first delivery of the game getting pathum nisanka trapped in front there was absolutely no doubt in my mind that that was clipping the wickets uh, Sri Lanka did did take a review on that occasion because it was just the first delivery of the game but uh, 
the replays and the Hawkeye showed it quite clearly that the ball would have hit, hit stumps. Yes, it was umpire's call in the end, but uh, when you see that delivery from Naked Eye, it was very much plumb in front. And there was no doubt in my mind that Nisanka is dismissed. Then the very next over, what happens? Mohamed Siraj is given the new ball. Now, before we talk about Mohamed Siraj and his wickets, let's talk about him in general in this World Cup. Prior to this match, he had picked up just six wickets from six matches. He's played all six matches and his best was like two for 50, which was against Pakistan in Ahmedabad. So when I say that Mohamed Siraj has not found his rhythm in this World Cup, I wouldn't be the only one to say that. I We expect a lot from Mohamed Siraj and particularly after what he did in that Asia Cup final against Sri Lanka where he picked up four wickets in an over, ended up with a six for dismissing Sri Lanka for just 50 runs in uh, Colombo. But, uh, but, but credit to the Indian management, they stuck with Mohamed Siraj. There have been a lot of talks circulating whether he should be in the starting 11 or not and uh, there have been question marks surrounding his pick once Hardik Pandya eventually returns from injury towards the latter stages of the World Cup but today he was just outstanding. Jaspreet Bumrah picked up a wicket from his very first delivery and Mohamed Siraj was like well I really enjoyed what you did there I'm going to do that myself and he picked up uh, I think he picked up uh, Dimuth Karunaratna LBW and both of them were dismissed for a knot of just one delivery. Golden Duck for the Sri Lankan opening pair. And uh, Mohamed Siraj was just flamboyant. Three wickets for 16 runs. Picking up the wickets of uh, Karuna Ratna, Captain Kushal Mendes and uh, Samar Vikrama as well. The Samar Vikrama wicket was caught behind and Kushal Mendes was just cleaned up by Mohamed Siraj. But we are five minutes into the podcast. We have talked so highly of the Indian polling attack and we are yet to talk about Mohamed Shami. So let's talk about him now. Yet again, another brilliant five-wicket haul for uh, Mohamed Shami. Five for 18 from his spell of five overs, bowling a maiden as well. The, how shall I put it, the... The absentee of Hardik Pandya has been a blessing in disguise as far as Mohamed Shami is concerned. Since his return to the Indian ODI setup in this World Cup, he's picked up five wickets against New Zealand, picked up four wickets against England at Lucknow on Sunday, and now here in Mumbai is chipped in with another five-wicket haul, making him the highest wicket taker, the highest wicket taking Indian bowler in World Cup history, surpassing the greats Javagal Srinath and Zahir Khan in the process. Outstanding, completely brilliant, brilliant bowling. He, he once again, despite his prowess with the new ball against England, Brohit Sharma stuck with Mohamed Siraj and decided to give him the new ball. But once again, Mohamed Shami was the first change. And he was given the ball by Captain Rohit Sharma on the ninth over, after nine overs. And I think he picked up a wicket in the very uh, in the very first over as well. I think he picked up the wicket of uh, Chanith Asalanka. Uh, he was dismissed for one of four, 24 deliveries. That's how well India bowled that even 
batsman of Sri Lanka's prowess had to face 24 deliveries and he just scored one run and was completely bamboozled by Mohammad Shami. Mohammad Shami picking up the wickets of Sri Lanka, Angelo Matthews, Hemantha, du- uh, Dushmantha Chamira and the wicket of Rajitha as well. So many tongue twisters these Sri Lankan names are. Uh, I'm just kidding there. So yeah, 5 for 18 for him, 3 for 16 for Mohammad Shiraj, 1 wicket apiece for Bumrah and uh, Ravinder Jadeja. Ravinder Jadeja picking up the final wicket of Madhushanka where it was all done and dusted. I think I think it was done and dusted way too early when Hemantha was dismissed. It was 14 for 6 and I think the game was over well before that as well, but um the more you talk about the indian bowling it feels like you are not covering the majority of the things surrounding them i think i think i said the same about them when i was doing the podcast after the england win is that you talk about indian bowling you feel like you have talked and covered everything but you always feel like there's so much more to talk about the perfect line and length from the likes of shami and siraj bumra bowling some juicy full length deliveries and trapping the likes of patum nisanka up front as well if you personally ask me would which one would be my favorite wicket i i don't quite remember who it was but it was a drs call and it was kl rahul who was who was the man who took the drs call i think it was uh, chamira's wicket mohammad shami bowled a shortish delivery on leg stump it was going for a wide chamira did try to flick the ball and uh, the ball was gathered behind the stumps by kl rahul diving to his left now now it was kl rahul who went up with an appeal so did the slip cord and i think virat kohli and others who were fielding in the slips also went up with a half hearted appeal and the umpire ad- and gave uh, uh, gave the ball as a wide ball but then it was kl rahul was so adamant that there was a bit of flick of the glove of Ch- of chamira's gloves that is that he persuaded captain rohit sharma to take that review i think it was the only one out of the 11 indian players on the pitch that wanted to take that review hesitantly or not rohit sharma did take that review and in the end there on the on the ball on the sneakometer or whatever you call these days there was a bit of flick when the ball passed uh, chamira's gloves and uh, the smile after that from kl rahul it was just mind blowing yes the wicket obviously goes into the account of uh, mohammad shami there but i think if there is all of a sudden a new rule which gives wickets to fielders i think this wicket completely belongs to kl rahul he was just outstanding behind the behind the stumps time and time again i think he showed that in this tournament that he is very much a wicket keeper now not i think when he first started as a wicket keeper he was more of a how shall i put a second choice wicket keeper a backup wicket keeper but now i think he can keep wickets full time in any formats because he has proved time and time again i think we are all fans of that best fielder medal ceremony which happens in the dressing room after the game and uh, and kl rahul has got that medal twice now is the only player to get that fielding best fielder medal twice in this one day world cup and uh, i think today i won't be surprised that he will be given uh, that medal again 
I've just seen that Mohamed Shami has been given the man of the match. This time I agree with the fact that Mohamed Shami deserves that man of the match award 5 or 18. I said that during the England game as well that his four wicket haul deserved man of the match but in the end it went to Rohit Sharma for his 87 of 101 deliveries but today rightfully so it has been given to Mohamed Shami he's picked up 14 wickets now in just three overs in just three matches sorry uh, against New Zealand against England and now against Sri Lanka he's pulled exceptionally well and uh, yeah uh, good uh, good riddance with that uh, man of the match award Mohamed Shami if you're what if you're listening this one which I think you are not uh, so that was the Indian bowling dismissing Sri Lanka for just 55 runs but uh, we should also talk about their impeccable batting form. You have to hand it to Indian bowling that when Shubman Gill scores 92, Virat Kohli scores 88 and Shreyas Iyer scores a magnificent 82 of 56 deliveries Despite so many good performances with the bat, it is overshadowed by the likes of Siraj, Bumrah and Mohamed Shami that we are well in, well into this podcast. We are like 12, 12 and a half minutes in and we are now talking about the magnificent Indian performance. We have already name dropped the likes of Gil, Kohli and Shreya Sayar helping India to a magnificent mammoth total of 357 for the loss of 8 wickets in their quota of 50 overs. It felt like this could be an off day for Indians with the bat when Rohit Sharma was dismissed in the very first over by Madhushanka, dismissed for just 4 runs uh, on the very, on the very second, I think not the very first delivery, it was the second delivery of the game. The first one was a boundary and the very next ball second delivery of the game Madhushanka cleaning up Rohit Sharma and it felt like well uh, another off day maybe maybe not we have seen the Indian batting collapse a little bit against England in the last game but no there was no doubt in my mind that would happen again because when Shubman Gill and Virat Kohli formed that massive 193 run partnership I think all the fears in Indian fans mind was gone Shubman Gill 92 of 92 deliveries and Virat Kohli 88 of 94 deliveries. Magnificent innings, some beautiful shots, some I think that 1-6 which Shubman Gill hit down the ground was one of the best shots in the game. Yes, you could argue that once again an Indian batsman has failed to make it count on the big stage and didn't get those magical three figures. As things stands as things stand only two players have scored a hundred in this World Cup and that is Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli. We have seen so many 80s and 90s in this World Cup now from the Indian side but yeah yet again uh, more disappointment. It could have been a wonderful occasion for Virat Kohli to match Sachin Tendulkar's record of 49 one-day international hundreds on the very ground Sachin Tendulkar calls home at Wankhede in Mumbai with Tendulkar being there in the ground as well, uh, supporting the UNICEF Foundation. But uh, it wasn't meant to be 88 for Virat Kohli, as I mentioned earlier, and 92 for Shubman Gill. But I think when Rohit Sharma, Shubman Gill and Virat Kohli were all back in the pavilion, the score was 196 for 3 from 31 overs with 19 more overs to go. And I think Sri Lanka, you could... You could 
forgive Sri Lanka for thinking that we have got a chance here to maybe restrict India to a total below 300. But uh, today was Shreyas Iyer's day. I think the 82 he scored was just class and he stamped his authority all over the Sri Lankan all over the Sri Lankan bowling. There were murmurs surrounding his selection in the team as well because of his poor display against England and in the game against New Zealand as well, not play, being able to play the short ball too well. But uh, today, Shreya Sayar had that intent in him. He wanted to take the attack to the opposition. He was not bogged down by his recent bad form and to be honest his bad form is not something which has been happening for a very long period of time he scored a hundred against australia in the one day series right before the world cup he also played a really good knock against pakistan in ahmedabad where he scored i think he scored a half century in that occasion as well so it's not been like he's been carried by the indian team and uh, he could be out of the door any moment in time i think that's not been the case but I think Shreya Sayas intent today was so, so clear. Yes, he had pressure to perform, but I think he didn't let that pressure get into his head, get into his short selection because 82 of 56 deliveries, just three fours, but six maximums. Some of the sixes were just out of this world. I think he now holds the record for the longest six in this World Cup as well, 106 meter down the ground. He was just magnificent. He was... Commanded well by KL Rahul. I think KL Rahul scoring 21 of 19 deliveries. Dismissed by Chamira. Sky came in, hit two fours down the ground, but I think he could have done better, but just 12 for him. And Ravi Chandran. Oh, sorry, I was going to say Ravi Chandran Ashwin. No, it was Ravi the Jadeja who chipped in with 35 of 24 deliveries, 1 4 and a 6 to take India to 357 for the loss of 8 wickets. Dilshan Madhushanka did pick up a 5-wicket haul. I think he became just the 4th Sri Lankan to have a 5-wicket haul in the history of the World Cup. But when you look at his economy, you can see that Indians were targeting him. He had an economy of 8. He bowled a his full quota of 10 overs. Yes, he picked up 5 wickets, but he did go for 80 runs. 1 wicket for Chamira as well, and that was it. There were 2 runouts in the Indian innings, so that was all the wickets that Sri Lankans could have picked but um, India is so so good in this tournament that um, it's if 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 the batting doesn't perform the bowling will if the bowling performs then the batting can perform as well it's a complete all-round performance and this world cup has shown that you can India are not just relying on just one player. We have seen that happen to Indian cricket time and time again in the past as well. We have over-relied on the likes of Virat Kohli. We have over-relied on the likes of Rohit Sharma and Shikhar Dhawan to give you a good start. We have obviously over-relied on Sachin Tendulkar when he was in his prime during the early 2000s. But the Indian team we are seeing today is so, so different. Today, Rohit Sharma didn't score runs, but that's okay. You have Shubman Gill, Virat Kohli and Shreyas Iyer to give you runs. One fine day, you will see Virat Kohli not scoring runs. You will see KL Rahul giving you a 50 on that occasion. Against England, we saw Surya Kumar Yadav chipping in with 49 of 47 deliveries. And when the batting is so good and combine that with some brilliant brilliant fast bowling with the likes of Siraj, Shami and Bumrah at the top of their game. I think 
it is fair to say that india are now favorites for the world cup and i say this at the end of every single podcast episode saying that how good india are saying they are the favorites and they prove it time and time again you i am recording this podcast where india have just thrashed sri lanka by 302 runs they have dismissed sri lanka for 55 runs and you and i'm thinking sitting here thinking to myself this is probably india's best performance i don't think they will replicate this performance i don't think they'll match this performance i i, I felt that against england i'm feeling that again um, right now but time and time again india have an ace up their sleeve that pull it out throw it on the table and i think the i think the performance is just keep getting better and better and better i think ravi shastri did say it in the commentary box saying that you want these kind of performances in the knockout stages in the semi final and the final that's where a good performance like this would have mattered but i think i yes ravi shastri is an expert he is right you need good performances in the knockout games of a tournament as well but i think these are the kind of performance performances which will help india achieve those good performances in a semi final in a final performances like this will help will help the squad build up confidence and take that confidence into those big matches talking of big matches on sunday india play south africa in kolkata and i are they playing in kolkata yeah in gardens kolkata and uh, that is going to be a precursor of what to expect in the knockout stages in the semi finals or the finals because south africa have been in some excellent form themselves they've recently dis- they recently beat i think they beat new zealand didn't they yes they beat new zealand by a whopping 190 runs they themselves scoring three uh, they themselves scored 357 on that occasion the likes of uh, quinton de kock aiden markram rassi van der dusen are in some excellent excellent form and i won't be surprised that that could be one of india's most difficult games heading into the world cup but uh, so far so good for team india they've won seven matches in a row now they are at the top of the standings the net run rate is in amongst the plus 2s as well now though india are on 14 points with a net run rate of 2.1 south africa also have played seven matches but they've had one defeat and that was against uh, a surprise defeat netherlands back then they are on 12 points with a much better with a slightly better run rate of 2.29 but i think that game india versus south africa at eden gardens on sunday is going to be i think a quarter final not a qu- kind of a quarter final which you expect from fifa world cup or a tennis tournament where the loser is out of the world cup it is probably it is probably a practice match before the actual semi final not saying that india will be playing south africa in the semi final because assuming india tops the group india will be facing the fourth best ranked side in the semi final which is also happening in mumbai by the way uh if so so i think i read it somewhere that if india qualify for a semi final the semi final will be taking place in mumbai but if so happens that pakistan manage to claw themselves up to that fourth spot and they take on india that game would be then played in kolkata let's hope Pa- uh, Pakistan can qualify for the semi finals because as things stands 
it is so neck and neck for that final spot for the semi-finals as things stand we one can safely assume that india and south africa have qualified for the semi-finals australia are 70 80 percent there but that final spot is open for the likes of new zealand pakistan even someone like afghanistan can take advantage of new zealand's recent run of poor form where they have lost three consecutive games afghanistan do face the netherlands tomorrow and if they win they'll go to eight points and then it's going to be a real tug of war between those few nations around who can pick up that final spot in the semi-finals but hey india this is a podcast talking about indian cricket and indian cricket is on the up it was always on the up and it's reaching and it's getting to even more heights now they're already at mount kanchenjunga and mount everest is where we want them to reach a 302 run victory over sri lanka putting into uh, sri lanka winning the toss putting india to bat 357 92 for Shubman Gill, 88 for Virat Kohli and 82 of just 56 deliveries from Shreyas Iyer. Then the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful bowling attack. 55 all out Sri Lanka, 5 wickets for Mohamed Shami, your man of the match. 3 wickets for Mohamed Siraj and a wicket apiece for Bumbra and Ravindra Jadeja. That's it for this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Make sure you're liking, sharing and subscribing on YouTube. If you're listening this on Spotify or Apple podcast, make sure you're giving me those five star ratings and might as well follow me so you get notified when I upload a next episode. For the time being, this is me, Watsal Vora, signing off. However, ciao for now. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.